Welcome, everyone, to episode 432 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today's topic is going to be the Outer Worlds, so not to be confused with the Outer Wilds or Outlands or... Uh, there's a few other game out Outlands, Outlander. Outlander. There's a lot of those types of games, but this is the Outer Worlds. And I know at some point I'm going to say Outer Wilds, but I do mean Outer Worlds. Um, and the Outer Wilds even came out earlier this year, and it was also a space game, and it was also pretty good. Um, so there, there's a lot of confusion there, but it is Outer Worlds. That's going to be our main topic for for the episode. Does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on the episode? Corey, got anything? Anything new? Nah, nah. I don't. I think the only thing new thing I've been playing is the Outer Wilds. Okay. Will anything? Nada. Okay. Extra Eric? life. Yeah, we'll talk. About, we're going to be talking about extra life. We'll talk about some of the BlizzCon announcements. Uh, Eric, do you have anything you want to tease? No, I just been playing more Call of Duty, but nothing really new to add. Nice. Uh, Eric, Except uh, my strategy. Oh, I'd like to I'd look forward to hearing about that. Will did I did I ask you? Yeah, I haven't really been able to play much recently, other than Outer Worlds. Okay, uh, I'll talk a little bit about Luigi's Mansion Three. Uh, there's a possibility we'll have an episode on it next week, depending on what we decide to do. But I've I've been playing Luigi's Mansion Three a fair amount, so I will talk briefly about that during what we played. So, uh, without further ado, we'll get into the Outer Worlds. So. This, of course, is... Uh, we're all playing it, I believe, via Game Pass. None of us actually bought the game, which is uh, amazing that, that we can just have it show up. You know, I downloaded it and played it on PC. Uh, you guys are playing it on Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. One thing I did want to mention is there is not cross-save. It's not cross-save between Xbox and the PC versions as of yet. I was a little surprised to hear that because I was actually going to fire it up on Xbox at some point just to just to test all that stuff out because I, I like to do that. But it is not cross-save. So uh, that's probably coming at some point in the future, but it's not there right now. So something to uh, to keep in mind. So uh, we'll start with Eric, actually, um, because uh, I think we talked about it in our, in our Thumbstick Athletes group chat, but not usually a game that Eric uh, really likes. Right, Eric? Well, I don't know if I would say that because I liked Fallout Four, right? Um, and I only played Fallout Three. I didn't really care for that one, but oh. I liked Fallout Four. I would say more, uh, it's more dialogue than I would ordinarily like. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and you you did and, you did t- say you ended up your or at least to this point you've you've liked it more than you thought you would, right? And you didn't mind the dialogue as much as usual. Yeah. Um, and. I don't know, it's weird because, like, my first couple hours with it, I was like, you know, I could see why people really like it, and I kind of liked it, but it wasn't like, I don't know, it wasn't one of those games where I was thinking about it when I wasn't playing it, or, like, itching to go back and play it, but I'm about seven hours in now, uh, and the more I've played of it, the more I've I've really liked it, uh-huh. and, you know, started to think about it, and started to think, like, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing tonight. Um, which doesn't happen too often anymore these days, so that's kind of been fun. Um, but yeah, I, I think that the the characters are really cool, and I actually have been reading a lot of the dialogue. Uh-huh. 
And I don't know if that's because I've been reading more books as I've gotten older. I don't, I don't know, whatever the case is. But uh, I've found the stories interesting, and some of the quest lines are really interesting. And I really like how, like, some of the quest lines make you kind of struggle with your own ethics. Yeah morality and that sort of stuff totally agree um yeah so i have really enjoyed that so it's made me want to read read into the dialogue a little bit more and you know see see what's going on with these characters and you know learn a bit a little bit more about their backgrounds before i make any decisions on who i'm going to help or anything like that uh-huh. um so yeah i, I mean overall I, I think it's really good the only grapes i, I really have are i don't know why anybody considers putting the in, encumberment function okay, in a game anymore. That, like, yeah. who who finds that fun? Yeah, I don't, know. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. Um, and the weapon degradation, same thing. I, I don't get it. Like, I just don't know why it needs to be there. Yeah. But other than that, I don't really have any complaints. It, it looks okay on Xbox. It's It's not like... You know, certainly doesn't blow me away or anything like that. But just like exploring the world, and finally got to leave the first planet and take take unreliable for a spin. And uh, it's one of my, it's one, just... of my one of my favorite jokes in the game is <laughs> yeah. that your ship is called unreliable. Yeah, um, <laughs> one of the characters made it made a mention of that too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's just it's so fun, and the the characters are so interesting. And I haven't found a lot of games where. Um, I got super interested in the different characters. Yeah, you know, so I've I've really been enjoying that part of it. Okay, nice, Corey. Uh, let's let's hear your thoughts. Uh, first of all, how far into the game are you? I'm pretty far. Um, they say it's about a 20 hour game, but I have like 21 hours. They say it's 20 hours if you blitz through the story. Uh, okay. Most of the playthroughs I've read have have taken 35 to 40 hours. If you do any of the side stuff. Okay. So, yeah, if you blitz through the story, you can get it done in about 20 hours. I've been doing all the side stuff. Yeah, me too. Always. I always do. That's not anything new. Anyone that's been listening to a while knows I, I'm... Uh, oh, I, I saw a term for it on Instagram, and I can't think of it. I'll try to look it up while while we're talking about it. But it was like a side quest slut. I think it's side quest slut was, was the term. I was like, wow, that <laughs> describes me perfectly. I, I next to your other titles, Dan. Next to your way to see completionist. Yeah, Frame Rate Queen and Side Quest Slut. That, <laughs> those are my two titles. Your new episode. hashtag. Oh, that's a great idea. Anyway, uh, so yeah, how, how how long did you say you played, Corey? Um, my game says 21 hours. Oh, that's right. Okay, you just said that. And uh, what are your thoughts so far, Corey? I, so when I first played it, I really, really liked it, uh-huh. like a lot. And I played a little bit more, and I didn't like it quite as much, but I had a really hard time putting my finger on why. Um, so when I played today before we recorded, I really wanted to focus in on, like, what it is about this game that I like and what it is about it that I don't like. And uh, something came across. I saw on YouTube, somebody's. I didn't watch the, the review, but I saw the title um, described the game as great at being good which kind of resonated with me. Uh, I'll give credit there for to G-Man Lives. I wanted to get the name on there because I thought that was a really good way to describe it because uh, the game I compare it most to would be Mass Effect 2. Um, 
my issue though, and, and to that point of about it being great at being good, is there's really no high points. Um, it takes you on this very steady, granted, well done, just side quest adventure, I feel like is kind of how it plays out. And that was my main complaint about Mass Effect 2 is um, there's this loosely connected thread that ties all these yeah, there's a thread that ties all these loosely connected stories together to build characters and build the universe, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but um, there's not very many peaks and valleys along the way of the main story. That said, I really do like the setup for the main story. I like the fact that you're a colonist who was stranded on this ship and was frozen in the, whatchamacallit, chamber for 40, 40 years, I think. Um, and Phineas, the mad scientist, comes and saves you. Like I, I'm really into all that stuff, but that's that's a small part of what the game actually is. A lot of the game is going to these corporate-run planets and just helping people take care of some bullshit that isn't. I mean, it's the stories themselves, like moment to moment, are really well done and really well written, but it never really culminates in something big and like really fun and um, exciting. So there's no bloody Baron quest. Right. Yeah. And then I started, I actually did, I was thinking about the Witcher today, the Witcher three and like thinking about how those, even those side quests are done. Um, they're just so dynamic and I don't know, like in the outer worlds, um, and it comes off like I, I, I'm not enjoying the game. I'm actually really enjoying the game. It's my kind of game. Um, just trying to articulate something that I still can't really put my finger on. Um, it's just, there's, there's no big surprises. You know what to expect even though the stories themselves are really well written, you're, you're going to go kill somebody, you're going to get something, or you're going to go talk to somebody. And that's basically how you accomplish everything. Um, there's not much like fun experimentation within the game itself. Ooh, yeah. can, I, can, I, can I piggyback off of that? Yeah, actually? go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So what Corey is saying actually is exactly how I feel about the game. I really am enjoying it and really liking it. But that doesn't. I think the story and the characters they do an amazing job with it. But I think everything after that is just good. Um, I look at, for example, like the perk system. Uh, I don't think any of them really do anything too noteworthy or cool. So that like goes to Corey with the experimentation. Like I don't really think there's too much you can do with the perk system to like customize a character. Um, I also think that the the gun system, there's not a lot of variety in that, too. Um, yeah. And that's fine, because I got this game for free, so I don't really care. Right. But for $60, I don't know if there is enough there. Again, granted, I've only put eight hours into it, so I've not seen a lot of stuff. Yeah. I I agree with what you two are both saying, except for it not being worth $60. It probably is. $60. It is. That's a little harsh, but... Yeah, it's... Like you guys are saying, I don't think there's anything remarkable. Like, I didn't play it and think to myself, geez, man, I've, I've never played a game like this before. This is, like, outrageously good. Like, I have with... I don't know. I'm struggling to come up with anything now, but I'm there's been games... In, like, The Last of Us, when I played that, I was like, holy shit, this game's amazing. I, I certainly didn't get that feeling from it. I think it's, like you're saying, it's, it's, a, it's a good game um that just doesn't do anything outrageously well yeah yeah it's it's safe i guess right yeah. i mean say it it's, it's 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 uh I, i've i've 
talked about it being like like Fallout New Vegas, and it's very much like mechanically like that. And like you guys said, it blends a couple different games. It blends a little bit of Borderlands. It blends a little Matt Corey mentioned Mass Effect. Uh, it blends like the the older Fallout games into into a a, a safe formula, so to speak. Um, and yeah, I I really it's just like it's a solid game. Like you guys said, there's nothing too uh outstanding about it uh but there's nothing in my opinion nothing cra- like really crappy about it i think uh gameplay it, it doesn't shine gameplay wise shooting's a little uh rpg and iffy at times um but that was the same way with the fallout games you know the shooting was bad in all of them uh fallout, fallout 4 was was probably the best shooting wise and even that was eh. um, but again it comes down to the the rpg numbers thing and I don't even really necessarily dock it for not being a great shooter because yeah. I do love three New Vegas and like those games played like garbage at yeah. times. And that's, like that's, that's why f- that's why they have the VAT system because they didn't it, shoot well. Exactly, and it has its own variation where it slows down time. Time to so like I'm yeah. I'm fine with all of that. It's just kind of like how the perks like uh, again like I'm only on the second tier, but it doesn't seem like there's anything too interesting they're for me boring. to get. Yeah, they're all pretty yeah. boring baseline. Uh, and then, like, I look at the guns, it's just, like, assault rifle one, assault rifle two. Like, there's nothing, like, cool or unique about any of the different types of assault weapons. And I don't know if that's just me being, like, a, I don't know, picky or finding things to, like, dock the game for. But, like, I just felt like a lot of the guns seem a little lazy. And, again, I'm only eight hours in, so I can't really speak too much to that. But um, for you guys who played more... I think that's probably fair from, from what I've gathered so far. You can yeah. you can add things to your weapons, like modify them and add like a shock uh, yeah. element thing to it, but... Even those just amount to like changes in numbers. It's never anything interesting yeah. or fun. And yeah. the perks, like, you know, you don't get excited when you unlock a perk for yourself or one of your uh, travelers that you bring with you. It's like, oh, great, like... They're gonna increase their base health by fifteen percent. Yeah, right. You're not gonna notice that. Like, no, whatever. Yeah. But with all that being said, though, like I do like the factions and how that's set up. I've liked all of my companions. Like the Sam companions, like my favorite one so far. Mm -hmm. Sam, which one is Sam? Um, the robot in the ship. Oh, I haven't gotten him as a companion yet. (laughs) I don't have Sam either, actually. Is this, Sam's my favorite person to talk to. Okay, I'll have, I'll have to make sure that's the next thing I do. Then I didn't really, I didn't realize he was going to actually be could become part of your crew. I just saw somebody who just said that they beat the game without realizing that. Oh, really? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that would have happened to me if you hadn't said something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that's that's where that's what makes the game interesting. Is uh, and I will probably talk about this while we're talking about the game, but. Uh, one of the things it does do really well is the multiple pathways to complete your objectives. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, that's where the fun is for me. Like I can look past the not great shooting mechanics. I mostly enjoy doing in in, in a type of game like this, the stealth uh, with putting heavy points in, into the like persuasion and dialogue and intimidation stuff. Yeah. Um, that's that's where the fun is for me for this game. Uh, it's and, interesting and seeing how that... pe- seeing how people react to you based on all that stuff too. Go ahead, Corey. Um, you bring that up, and I, I've actually seen people complain about that because they don't like the fact that you can subvert several hours worth of the game by just doing like a persuade check or something like I that. I have you know? fantastic news for them. 
they don't have to use that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I actually I think that's awesome. You can yeah. Get so many I've hours of story. My, most of my points have gone into that. Yeah. Yeah. That's I great. love that stuff. And especially if you're into the dialogue and like digging into all the different choices that you have there, why why the hell wouldn't you use that? Right. Yeah, I feel, I mean that's the to me that's the shining beacon of the game too is the, is the yeah. dialogue and the interesting oh, yeah. characters and the characters interactions with yeah. you, with each other. That's where the the interest is for me. Uh not in in you know run and gun. Although that's that's a that's an option too. Um one thing I did want to talk about since we are all off the initial the initial planet that you start in and and the Edgewater stuff, do we want to talk about the you know, finishing up the Edgewater plot? Uh, without with, like without spoiling too much, we'll we'll get into it a little bit and some of the decisions we made because we've we've all I think kind of made different different choices, right? Well, Dan and I made the same choice. Corey yeah. made a different choice. I don't know what Will did. What did you? Okay, what did Corey pick? Did Corey pick Edgewater? No. So Corey picked the botanical garden or whatever. Yeah, Dan and Dan yeah. and I picked Edgewater. Okay, I'm with Corey. Okay, <laughs> weaklings. Nice split. So. Yeah. Yeah. The way it works is, uh, I, and we'll get into a little bit of the backstory of the game. So you're in this like workers hell, I guess, for lack of a better word. You're the the people that live in this Edgewater colony are basically slaves to the company that works there. There's a faction that splits off. That faction has a leader. Uh, the leader of the 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 corporate town wants the the people that split off to come back to the village. Uh, so you're given a mission to go transmit to get parts to fix your ship you need to transfer the power fully to either the town or the the splinter faction uh and you have a choice you you know you get both sides of the story you have a choice on whether or not you want to send it send the power back to the edgewater colony or the botanical gardens which is the splinter faction uh and that's kind of, eric talked touching on moral choices there kind of kind of touched on that uh, earlier in the conversation so it looks like me and eric both sent the power back to the town uh, and Corey and Will sent the the power back to the botanical gardens. Um, I I did want to hear your reasons why. If you guys want to go, Corey and Will, if you want to talk about why you chose the botanical gardens over over the the misery colony of Edgewater. Yeah. Um. So, I, I yeah, I like that they really challenged you in making this decision. It wasn't very cut and dry. And even even I was pretty sure I was going to choose the botanical gardens. Um. And then even like right before you make that decision, Parvati in your party is like, hey, you know, I really think I really think you should divert the power back to Edgewater. It's not right. Yada, yada, yada. That's a loop, by the way. <laughs> yeah, because because normally like, all right, you know, companion. Yes, you always want to make your companions happy because you want to build that relation. Like it's that old Mass Effect thing of like yeah. whatever you can do to keep your companions happy so you can see their story. Um, you do. But like this game, I felt felt like handled it a little bit differently and there were more shades of gray and this kind of stuff and you, they don't track your relationship with your companion um so i'm like you know what parvati no like i'm gonna stand on principle and i'm going to keep these people who have managed to find a life outside of the slavery of the corporation they're working for they they figured out a way to make it work and uh, if they can make it work, why can't everybody else? So that's why I decided to divert the power. And at some point I talked to somebody who, who, um, I forget exactly what they said, but they got into the existential side of like what it means to be free and all that kind of stuff. And it just really resonated with me. And it was like, you know what? These people are forced into these awful conditions to work for this corporation. I might be damning them that are still there working for the corporation, but maybe I'm setting up a more sustainable future. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much I should say, but like with some of the, like when you talk to Pavardi or whatever, she talks about how uh, her mom was under contract to give up their firstborn to the that company. Yeah. Uh, and how she never got to see her mom and how they worked her dad to death, essentially. And you talk to the bartender in Edgewater and she said that she wanted to pursue a career in science, but they picked for her to be a bartender. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of stuff like that that I was like, you know what? No, like Spacer's choice and the board is just bad. They're forcing people into stuff that they don't want to be in is making them miserable. And I wanted to support the people who broke away. And also the leader of the Splinter faction, like her backstory on why she ended up, her final straw was tragic as well. So I was like, you know what? Like, no, I'm not going to support Edgewater and the board. If things go south there, they can potentially join the Splinter faction in the future right which is the it's hope kinda... which is the hope going into it you I, like i said this game like you guys talked about this game does shades of gray really well so you didn't know how all it ultimately was going to end up right mm-hmm. yeah okay uh eric what, what was your reasoning for for also mine to to send the power back to edgewater mm. <clears throat> well i think the the biggest thing that sold me is it felt as though i was going to be able to do that but also appease the the folks who had splintered off gotcha. by them taking over. That's the path that I went So to. I thought at that point kind of everybody won, Yeah. except for the asshole who was in charge yeah. of Edgewater. Um, I can't remember what his name was exactly. Reed. Reed, yeah. Reed, t- Can Reed I ask Thompson? a question? Can I ask you guys a question about that point? Yeah. Um, I, I, it never occurred to me that that was an option. Was there something that indicated that to you guys that i just might have missed uh i don't I, think i don't think it that happened until after i made the decision is that right i th- or maybe maybe it was hinted did she at say before? something about like getting him to leave before yes yes yeah she did yeah, so yeah right. the reason ultimately i went with edgewater was because uh you find out through i don't know if you find out through dialogue or if you read something somewhere but the so the splinter the botanical gardens yeah. has like a really really fertile gardens and stuff even though the oh. soil on the the edgewater colony is mostly dead uh, but you find out that they're using uh human corpses yeah. to fertilize their their uh their crops what was... really yeah yep that was <laughs> I what i didn't know that that was why i sided with... so all high and mighty yeah that's why i sided with edgewater i was like i, well, I that, that's kind of where i draw the line look at me getting defensive over this no but, it's, um... fine. <laughs> it's fine didn't uh didn't they they weren't killing those people. They were just corpses. We don't know. We don't know. I don't think she said. I seem to get the impression that they weren't killing. Maybe I, I don't know. That's that was just a while ago in the you game. Were, you were drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> I probably was. <laughs> I was drinking the hippie Kool Aid. You're right. Yeah, you were. So. Uh, the other reason I was leaning towards Edgewater to begin with, but then when Povarty spoke up, that sealed the deal. Yeah. Yeah. All I could see in the splintered faction was people. Screaming in the streets on election day. <laughs> That's the other reason I went with You like one. a nice orderly society. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, for me the biggest the biggest kicker was was the corpses. But like Eric said, uh after after you divert the power back to Edgewater, you get the opportunity to go talk to Reed. Uh I was able to talk him into retiring or, or transferring to somewhere else. Me so too. uh uh Caroline, I want to say Caroline, but that's not right. What's the name of the? It starts with an A. It's it? Adelaide. 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 That's what it is. Thank you. Uh, Adelaide takes over, like running the the colony at, at Edgewater. So, 
I haven't been back there to figure out. I just had uh, the ship's computer like tell me, and apparently things are going well there. I don't know. I haven't been back since. I don't know if you can go back. I think you probably can at some point, but yeah. Yeah, was... I felt like everybody won there. Yeah, I agree. That was, that was the best outcome. What, what happened? Uh, did you guys find out what happened like after? After were, yeah, nothing events? really. I mean, Reed was mad. Uh huh. He left. He left. Yeah, he just he oh. forced he way he was gonna he worded it as he had to face punishment from the board for oh. being incompetent. Oh, huh. I don't remember that. Maybe I missed it, or maybe he didn't leave. I don't know. But um, when I went back to get the power, what is it? The power regulator, or whatever yeah. you need. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, I told my guards to shoot you, but you can go get it if you want. Huh. So hmm. still had to. Did you have to still go get it, Will, and deal with yeah. the guards? I told him to tell him to stand down. Uh, okay. Yeah, you must. Did you convince him or something? You might have had the right. Yeah, I. Or to convince him to do that. Basically, he, he gave me the yeah, use an intimidate, and he also gave me the like. Oh, I understand why you made the choice that you made, and I'm gonna go get killed by the board. Basically, is kind of what he said. Mm. Sounds like uh, fascist society that I wouldn't want to support. Exactly. <laughs> Screw the board. To be honest, hey, listen, I don't feel as though I was supporting them. Everybody won. Yeah, I've kind I knew of, I was going to get her. What's her name in there? I've kind of role played my character as someone who likes to do good, but needs to get paid for it. Yeah. So I figured out. You I'll know, steal when I have to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm not going to do like evil things, um, but I, I do. Why well, I do want to wet my beak when I when, where and when I can. <laughs> That's a great saying. Yeah. So. Uh... So that's yeah, that's kind of the end of the first uh, first thing. If you haven't played it, you know, we we try not to spoil too much, but it's it's there. It's and, and back to my point about the game being good but not great. Like that wasn't that exciting to me. You know, you're making this huge decision, and the payout is Reed leaves for us anyway. You know, and for you guys, I, I mean, was it exciting? The yeah, the, I liked it. what happened? I was, I was content afterwards. Yeah, because I wasn't sure going back into. Uh, you know, if, if, if Reed's guards were going to try and shoot me, you know, I like, I, I didn't know what was going to happen. And you know what? I would say it was refreshing that we were able to just talk him into it yeah. instead of it just turning into a gunfight. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's, I don't, I don't really mean that. I just mean like, it wasn't fun to, for me. I, I, anyway, I had fun. The payout of that whole thing. Like, I thought it was fine. I, some I, people, I really, I liked it. Some people moved, and I mean that. Uh, it, to me, it's just a great opportunity to have something cool happen in the game, and it just it doesn't. I don't You're know. probably right. They could have done something bigger, but I was satisfied. Yeah. And I feel, I mean, I've been two place, two more places. I'm now in the third place after that, and uh, not to spoil anything, but I felt the same way at, in those places as well. Like. You know, you're working towards this big thing in this one area, and then you accomplish it, and it's just like there's nothing, there's no payout, there's no payoff other than some experience, some money, and like right. But isn't that next a, quest marker? Isn't that a metaphor for life? That's fine, but that doesn't play well in video games. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> Corey's trying to escape that when he's playing video games. Sure, I, I understand. Looking for something a little bigger and better. Yeah, yeah. I've done most of the stuff on the groundbreaker too. Um, yeah, and it, I, I I think you you have a point, Corey. Um, I I just feel like I'm I'm more satisfied with the outcomes of things than than you than you are. Like I was excited to go back and talk to Reed about it. Yeah, 
And then we yeah. talked it over, and he he's like, yeah, I, you're right, I should leave. <laughs> I am not the right person for this job. And I thought, you know what? It's refreshing to see somebody with a little self-awareness. Yeah, because you, you, especially since you weren't really expecting that, you were expecting him no. to, to fight over it, and he's like... Fully expected a gunfight. And uh, I was like, oh, that was kind of you know? cool. I'm like, just right. talked him into it. <laughs> yeah. So... How dare you subvert hours of gameplay, Eric, to get to that choice? Damn you. <laughs> you better play it the way I want you to play it. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that's a, that's a complaint about it. That's crazy. I can believe it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, People right. find anything to complain about, won't they? Anything to get clicks. Um, let's see. We had a email. Do this. We had an email from Tate specifically about this game. Do we want to talk about it during during? Oh yeah, this okay. it's timely, it's relevant to the game. Um, so he said, uh, "This is from Tate." He said, "Sup, sup, guys. I'm glad you guys did the episode on the Outer Worlds because I just beat it the other night." Wow! Oh, wow! Congrats! Well done, sir. I have quite a few thoughts on it. First of all, I really enjoyed my time with the Outer Worlds. I was captivated by the story and the characters, and I wanted to know where it was all leading and where it was going uh, to end. However, I don't think I will ever play it again. There's hardly any replay value in my mind. I know there's some diversity in how you can handle the game uh, with all the conversations and whatnot, but in the end, I don't think it was quite deep enough for me to call it an all-time great or anything like that. It was a fun one-time playthrough, and I enjoyed my time with it. As soon as the credits rolled, I deleted it off my Xbox. The story, the voice acting, and the characters were really the only great qualities about this game for me. I saw a quote the other day that said something like, The Outer Worlds is an amazing game if it was 10 years ago. Couldn't agree more with that. I thought the graphics were subpar, weapons and armor were bland, uh, never really were interesting for me throughout the game. The fighting was subpar, and the movement and action was just not there for me all the time. Story and the Companions... Uh, the story and the companions and their stories are what carried me through the game and gave me a positive feel for this game. Had the story sucked and the characters sucked, I wouldn't have played more than one hour of this, but I meant what I said last week. This game is, uh, I don't know. I needed, I don't know. I needed this at the time, but I need this at the time. Uh, it made for a great week of gaming for me. So although I had some negatives, my feelings are positive and I would recommend at least one playthrough of the outer worlds. Last thing I want to say is that I really uh, that I really liked about what they did with uh, did with the ending. Love the closure I got when the narrator was telling what happened to everyone and everything at the end. Uh, when that finished, I just felt super content and happy with the story and how it ended. I'm sure there are other ways it could have ended, but I like how they spelled out exactly what everyone went on doing after our adventure together was over. I also want to say that I enjoyed getting on Twitch while you guys were uh, extra lifing last weekend. I uh, maybe want to play Stardew Valley again, so I picked that back up this morning. I could listen to that soundtrack all day all day long. Anyways, that's my thoughts. Taterade out. Yeah, I think he said a lot of echoed yeah. a lot of what we've said. Absolutely. Uh, one thing uh-huh. I thought was interesting, uh, and it, this is an important point with it being N Seven Day uh, Mass Effect. Uh, one thing that they did was have a narrator explain what everybody did after the game was over, which I really liked. My biggest complaint about the Mass Effect ending at first was it just ended and you don't know what happened. Uh, I need to know like what happened to everyone, what 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 things meant, you know. Um, they obviously fixed that with the updated ending in Mass Effect Three, but uh, I'm glad they're do- they're going to do that. So when I get to the end, I can know where, where the the path everybody went, you know. So you know what Pavardi's up to. Yep, know what Pavardi's up to. I know what the Vicar Vicar Max is up to. He's my favorite. Um... Well, I shouldn't say that, but he's his story is the one I'm most interested in at the moment. Okay, because it's big. It's you know, it's I don't want to spoil yeah. anything. Yeah, uh, 
I thought this the other day, but one of one of my Tim is also playing this game, and he he had a good line that actually I'd I'd sort of felt this way when I was playing it. It's that it's the closest we're going to get to Firefly, the video game. Yeah, There's a lot of similarities between Firefly and and the Outer Worlds, and I, and I thought that with Vicar Max because uh, obviously there's a holy man in in Firefly Book. that yeah that is not quite uh, a holy man and has a mysterious background. It's it's the same that as we Vicar never Max. learn about. Well, uh, that's just it. The show ended way too soon. You don't learn Ugh. any of that stuff, but yeah. Um, but that's that's what's interesting about Vicar Max because uh, you know he's obviously there's more to him than. Just a just a holy man, so good stuff. All right, Corey, you have any other thoughts you wanted to uh, touch just, on? Yeah, just a couple last points I wanted to make. Um, the game's exceeded sales expectations, which makes me feel good because I do like this kind of game. Um, I can't wait for the Outer Worlds too. Uh-huh. I think that's going to be awesome. Um, I think that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, I read. Oh. I read it was a critical and commercial success. So yeah, so God bless Obsidian. Um, yeah, that, I guess that's all I wanted to say. Oh, did you guys realize what the like the the background of the game is? Yeah, like the I, history. Yeah. No. Wait, William it, McKinley doesn't get assassinated. Right, which means Teddy Roosevelt doesn't become president. Which means. The, the all the antitrust laws am i right about this all the antitrust laws and stuff like that never happen yeah so cor- that's why the corporations take over and set the set the stage for this future where corporations rule the galaxy yeah. thought that was pretty fascinating it was fascinating that, was that they that they went that far back to come up with the <laughs> yeah because you could have just said oh this is how things evolved but i right. like that they went back to william mckinley not being assassinated that's hilarious okay uh, anyone else have any thoughts? Outer Worlds? I agree with Corey. I think Outer Worlds 2 is going to be potentially a special game. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm also also looking forward to it. Also, if you have Game Pass or, or PC Game Pass, or if you don't and you want to try it, it's I think you can get PC Game Pass for a dollar for a month. So seriously, just just try it out. It's, it's And if you can, I'm sure Black Friday, there will be some sort of deal for that. Oh, I'm sure. And even by just buying the game straight up, I'm sure there'll be Black Friday deals for it yeah. already. So, okay. Uh, anything else anyone else wants to add about uh, Outer Worlds before we move on? No? Nope. All right. Uh, Nibble Bits. Corey, did you want to start with Nibble Bits? Um, I don't, I don't want to steal anybody's. It's fine. And I just pulled up a, qu- a couple quick ones. I don't think through. anyone has anything set aside. I, I know I don't. How about I, Super... Go ahead, Will. I was going to say, I have some stuff, but it doesn't matter if Corey takes it or not. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I was just going to say that Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is the best-selling fighting game in history. Well-deserved. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I agree. That's an accolade to a game that deserves it. Great game. In my opinion. I thought that was pretty Agreed. cool. Um, say, we'll say what you want about the DLC characters too, and I see people complaining that Terry uh, from Fatal Fury got added, but I mean, what other game is this ambitious by adding all these other mascots to the game at this yeah, point? Right. Like, just... I never thought Joker, Hero, Sonic, these guys would be in it. You know, it's cool. Not not just that, but the amount of balance that it has. That really, like, I know there's there's tier lists and stuff, but if you come across a player that's good with a character, you can you can get beat you know you can get burned so absolutely really? we're getting a second season pass too like, 
Yeah, really, anyone's viable. So. Oh, they're putting more characters out. Yeah. Yep, five, five more, I think. Yeah. Wow. So we can let all of our fantasies run wild for what, what, who we want to see in Smash. We could see a lot of complaining. Oh, we'll definitely see a lot of complaining. No matter who <laughs> goes on there, we'll see a lot of complaining. <laughs> yep. Oh, my obscure anime character, you know, didn't didn't make the list. Anime character from the seventies <laughs> didn't make the list. Game sucks. It's how it is. It's so annoying. Yeah, it is annoying. Nobody's happy ever. Well, it's it drives clicks though. That's it. We live Negativity in a click drives clicks. Click driven society. Because there is enough people that care about that seventies anime character that will read that article to earn that person some revenue. Or or retweet. Or they'll at least like to jump on the bitchin' bag bandwagon. Yeah. That's why I don't go to Polygon anymore. I don't look at anything anymore. No. Destructoid's the only site really I use at this point. I'm a shut in. One log cabin short of it. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else, Corey? Uh, I was going to point out also that Ubisoft is profit down by 93% this year. Their profits are down? No big games? Yeah, I don't think they're year Year on year decline of 93%. Um, They had Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which is what they pinned all the blame on. Uh, I've heard that it was terrible. Um, But they didn't mention in this financial report anything about um, what's the other one? Division two, which also didn't hit sales expectations. Um, they probably just want to protect that brand a little bit more than they do. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Division two is really good. I'm surprised. Yeah, I've heard good things. Um, but also, uh, yeah, it just sounds like trouble. They delayed three of their upcoming AAA titles, including Gods and Monsters, Rainbow Six Quarantine, and Watch Dogs Legion. So, Maybe that was a that... financial move. They had Ghost Recon games on sale already on Xbox. Oh, really? Yeah. So, actually, from what I've heard from various places, that Ubisoft is not happy with how Breakpoint uh, launched at and like how everyone's receiving it. Now they're making the developers take more time to work on their game, which is how it should be. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, why wasn't why weren't they doing that before? I think most of it can be down to them setting hard deadlines so they can make money. I think that's where most of it comes from. And at least Ubisoft is willing to adapt, whereas like an EA isn't. Yeah. I think, I think too, like what was anyone clamoring for the new ghost recon? Was anyone like, I didn't, I barely even knew that game existed. I'm with you. I I wasn't. um, I do know at least one person that was excited for it, but I know one ghost recon fan. Shane was excited for Ghost Recon. Shane's Breakpoint. excited for every game. He is excited <laughs> for every game. That's wow. So, okay. I don't know. Um, to your to Will's point though about Ubisoft being willing to adapt, uh, the article I read did say that they, uh, how did they phrase it? They're looking for. Uh, reports that the company is now requiring super unique pitches from its development teams after the game's disastrous performance, both critically and commercially. So that was going to be my next point. Like that game, it seems like there's 20 other games that are just like that. Exactly. It's exhausting. It's like churning out more far cry at this point. Yeah. While they're good games, like, come on, give us something different. Do something different. different. 
anything yeah. at this point. Gears, Halo, I could go on. Yep. Okay. Any else, Corey? No. Will, what do you got? I have a little bit out here. Uh, for starting, I mean, we talked about it already. Terry from Fatal Fury is now in Smash, so go update your game. Uh, play him. He He's a heavy hitter. He's actually a pretty fun character. As somebody who was disappointed to see him get announced, uh, I played him a little bit last night and actually kind of had some fun with him. Uh, he has some pretty fun moves. So. Is he like, um, when you say heavy hitter, I think of the boxer. He's a little bit like uh, Little, Little Mac. Mac, Ryu, Little Mac, yeah. Ken, kind of like all of them. Like he can kill pretty quickly. Those are my uh, favorites. He kills early. He's a heavyweight, so like he doesn't get knocked around as much. He's a little bit more uh, grounded. Um, doesn't fly through the air as easily. How's so bad. <laughs> I didn't think it was good. Uh, I obviously haven't been able to test it out way, uh, too much. I only played a couple rounds with him, but. Um, yeah, you're going to have to get creative without your recover. So, um, that's Terry. Uh, we only got one more character for Season 1 now, uh, so we're just waiting for the announcement for that. Um, we What's had... the rumor? No one's really sure, because all of the leaks that happened, uh, they've most, all been... Mostly false. Mostly false. There have been some common threads, but like not enough of the leaks have been true to be like, oh, this is going to be confirmed. So, um, yeah, no idea who it's going to be. Hopefully Gino. Um, anyway, we've had BlizzCon, so there's a lot to talk about with that. Uh, starting, we got Overwatch 2 announcement. It's adding PvE, uh, a new character, story, um, on top of new game modes and multiplayer, stuff like that. The creative director said that he has no idea when it's going to come out, so... Um, yeah. One one thing I wanted to mention in, uh, for that was that Overwatch and Overwatch two players, there's all the competitive stuff is going to be back and back and forth. Like you can play Overwatch competitively with Overwatch two players. Really? Overwatch, yeah. Overwatch two seems like it's going to be mostly uh, the PVE stuff. That's interesting. So I wonder how they're going to launch that. If it's just going to be like spend $30 to get like, you know how Fortnite chapter two is a thing like $30 yeah. to get overwatch chapter two. I wonder if it's going to be done like that. Get the new character. Cause there is a new character too. Yeah. So, um, I'm actually excited for that. I really like overwatch and I want to play overwatch more, but I'm, we should. Too, I'm definitely down to play overwatch it's whenever. If anyone, it is a fun game. If anyone wants to play overwatch, just let me know. I'll be glad to play mystery Except heroes cross platform. Uh, I don't think so. Or is it now? That's a good Google question right yeah, here. Because I am uh, not sure. Overwatch Mystery Heroes is so fun. And you don't get the salt for not playing your character the right way because no one's playing their characters the right way. <laughs> so there's no cross-play. <laughs> okay. I, I, I didn't think so. You must be a noob, Dan. I am a noob. I play all my characters the right way. Well, here's the thing, Dan. <laughs> oh, if we no. all play together, no one's going to give you a hard time for being bad for your character, unless yeah. like the fifth person on the team says something. Yeah, we'd have to find a fifth. Which it could get Johnny to do it, probably. Yeah, okay. I miss playing Tracer and Zenyatta, personally. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Game was, that game was fun. Uh, that game's really fun. Okay. Moving on to another fun Blizzard game, Diablo 4. Yeah. Got announced yeah. as well. Uh, it will feature a shared open world with five regions and a non-linear campaign on top of the Druid, Sorceress, and I think the Barbarian are all announced classes. 
Uh, it kind of seems like it's a, not a spiritual successor to Diablo 2, but it has the same three classes from Diablo 2. Um, the Druid, Sorceress, and Barbarian were all in there. Um, but I'm really excited for Diablo 4. I don't know if you guys have seen any gameplay, but I am. it looks so it looks fun. I can't wait to play it. I'll be getting it, so I don't even need to look at the gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It'll be PC, PS4, Xbox One, all confirmed. No release window uh, yet. So who knows when this is coming, but I would imagine two years we'll be waiting for this. I My, my initial thought, okay, so I heard that it was online only, and my initial thought was, did they not learn their lesson from Diablo 3? And is, my answer is, is to this, that is, is this going to take a week before it works? Well, my answer to that is Diablo three has been always online. Yeah. So, but when I don't it know. It was a hot mess. It took right? a week before I could play mm-hmm. it. I think. Well, here's the thing I with Diablo three. It was the most successful launch of any game ever at that point. So you were having millions and millions and millions of players. I'm not giving it a pass by any means. Um, but yeah, with how much players went in to play that i don't know if they well that that wasn't the only that wasn't the only issue i think auction house in terms yeah the auction house was a big mess too right which yeah they said they're not even doing anything like that for this one so that's good um at least i'd like to go back and listen to the episode we did about that because i think we ripped it up pretty good yeah we did well i i remember my biggest complaint was what took so long because there wasn't much to the game. It's yeah. very true. That is very true. Yeah, wasn't there that article that said that they spent so much time trying to figure out the auction house and stuff like that, and that's why the game was so light at start? Yeah. Jeez. Is there a game that's recovered better than Diablo 3, though? No Man's Sky. Yeah, No Man's Sky probably is another one that's recovered really well. I'd like to go back and try that again. There, there's, that- a, there's a few out there. It's It's... it's it's the exception rather than the rule. Yeah. It's tough to do because people just want like that instant gratification now. So people lose interest so fast. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah Cause I, I put a thing on our, on our Instagram about whether people would rather see a mass effect trilogy remake or mass effect Andromeda two. Uh, and Tito answered that he wanted to see them fix Anthem. It's like, well, no, <laughs> <laughs> normally, normally I'd say that's too late, but that games come, can come, uh, rising from the ashes but i don't know if that's gonna be one of them i don't think those ashes are still smoldering for anyone yeah yeah because even even um even no man's (laughs) (laughs) even no man's sky for for how you know light it was at launch still had like a dedicated player base and and people doing cool things in it and and putting you know putting stuff out there i don't know if anthem has any of that i barely heard a peep about anthem yeah, I yeah, completely no. forgot about it. Yeah. Same. There I installed it. There was an article on either Destructoid or Kotaku, I can't remember where, that said Anthem is launching this raid for the one player that it still has this week. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. What um, else you got, Will? World of, or, I'm sorry, Warcraft 3 Reforged beta coming. Um, very soon. I know the people who attended BlizzCon got access to it, and I think it's starting to be rolled out to some people. So that'll be coming out soon. Um, that'll be $30 for um, that game on Battle.net. I will be getting that whenever it's... What is this now? Remember Warcraft 3? No. It's the Strategy. RTS game from yeah. the oh, World yeah, of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Job's va- done. Job's done. 
So yeah. they remade it completely. Oh, nice. Uh, and it's coming to battle net, and it'll be out. It's thirty, I think, thirty bucks. Actually, for an extra ten dollars over the thirty dollar edition. So yeah, it's thirty dollars for the standard edition. I'd so, probably be down for that. I'm All very good. excited to play. It. I yeah. love RTS games. Especially that one. That one's a classic. I have that one up there with Age of Empires for my favorite RTS yeah. games. Oh, so. yeah, let me, yeah, I'll have to keep my eye on that. Do we have a release window for that? It's supposed to be this year. If I were to guess, it's going to be quarter one next year. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't... Unless they just launch it. How much time left this year? Yeah, we've got seven weeks. Yeah. Um, there's that, and last but not least, everything with the Pokemon new games have leaked online. Uh, people, there's a lot of unhappy people right now yes people are getting stuff spoiled for them um and that's not even the stuff that people are the content of the spoilers is what's making people angry (laughs) so um it actually put me off enough i was gonna buy two copies but the things that i saw put me off just enough to only get one is that Uh what what put you off enough i just thought you didn't want to spend the money on it that and I was like, so I was put off just enough by some of the Pokemon that made it and some that didn't in some of the post uh, game content that I was like, I only need one version of this. I'd rather get a car. So I was like, I'm just going to save the money. Sounds like you don't need any versions of that shit game. <laughs> I'm going to play it and I'm going to love it and it's probably going to be in my top five for and game then you'll of the buy year. The other one. And then I'll buy the other one. Yeah. So. <laughs> I will literally get to Connecticut and like living with Johnny and like we'll just he'll it make me impulse buy it. I know it. It's what always happens. Uh huh. So okay. Well, what's um, the appeal there for Pokemon? Yeah. I. That's actually a really good question. I like the the, the monster collecting aspect of it and raising a six man team. And doing battles with other people's six-man teams. I like that. I like starting with a baseline team and leveling them them up and evolving them. Um, and a lot of that is childhood, too. Um, it's just something that stuck with me from my childhood that I love playing, that I still like playing into my adulthood. Right. I'm just not passionate enough about it to throw a rage fit when Pokemon get cut from the game. Well, you're just logical. Yeah, because, yeah, I'm a, I'm a logical person. So, um, yeah, I guess that... you don't make any money on the internet. Exactly. I'm yeah. just a person. Nintendo yeah. doesn't care. No, Nintendo doesn't care what I think. Or Game Freak, so... Yeah, you don't profit <laughs> from your opinion. So you can have a rational one. Yeah, exactly. That, so. Let's go Pikachu. I don't know what I was expecting when I purchased that game. <laughs> I really don't. But, man, I couldn't have been less... Like, that one, aside from the graphical improvements, was pretty much a one-to-one remake of Red yeah. and Blue, first gen. Yeah. Yeah, and again, it's probably my fault. I don't. I guess I didn't know what I. I was expecting more, but I was like, "Well, I'm just collecting these Pokemon, and I guess that's what this game is." Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why, for the life of me, Nintendo hasn't pitched the idea to game freak to do a more in-depth like pokemon rpg because because the the loyalists who are gonna buy all the copies of the games are would be very upset if you change the formula too much but they they did with the let's go eevee and pikachu they made it dumber and easier yeah you don't even battle until you fight a trainer and that's that and even then like the ai is so bad that it doesn't even matter yeah 
Like, I, I feel like there's a market to have a the Let's Go game. They could get away with doing the normal iterations that they do every year. And then, like, maybe every now and again put out, like, a more in-depth Pokemon game where it's more of an RPG element, like, more intense battling. Like, I feel like there's a market for that. Like, I would be interested. God, absolutely. Yeah. I could be it, interested in something like that. Yeah, it might bring in some of the people like Eric and Corey who aren't that into Pokemon anymore because it's been the same thing for 20 years. Like, bring some more life into the, the I IP. I think about, like... I feel like if they did, like, a mix of all the different Pokemon spinoffs, did, like, an open-world game where you could just explore and find, like, these Pokemon in the wild. Yeah. Maybe do, like, a Pokemon Snap, like, side thing where you took pictures of them. And then also have the battling be, like, a Pokemon Stadium-esque battle system. Yeah. And just make it bigger, you know, instead mm-hmm. of just, like, like, I don't know. Well, my dream Pokemon game is there's eight regions in the game, and, like, in the game world now. Like, launch an MMORPG where you pick what region you want to start in, and, like, you can start in Gen 4 region, Gen 3 region. Like, all of these millions of players across the world do that. Train your team battle each other like that do the gyms there like a massively multiplayer game i don't know why that oh, that's yeah. a huge undertaking probably well, um, sure it is but it would be i think it'd be huge yeah it'd be massively successful there's no way it wouldn't be yeah same thing with the pokemon moba yeah exactly oh, that that you could play on the switch it's the perfect pokemon game yeah <laughs> that Did you imagine so like, that, many pokemon to choose from that would, too? that oh, would be a, a good spinoff title anyway oh damn just think about it. like all the the different teams you could put together and like yeah oh yeah like the the different typings for the different pokemon like yeah have uh, an impact on the battle yes oh and you would evolve that would be amazing if you had a pokemon that evolved you would evolve like during the game by based on experience that you get yeah. More powerful. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Wait, cut the show. Cut the show. <laughs> We're giving away I our think... ideas. It's gonna happen. We already you know gave that, away right? Pokemon Go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How much more can we give Game Freak for their successes here? Like we gave them Pokemon Go and then two new ideas tonight. We've made a few predictions. The MOBA. Oh man, I would be I'd be so ready for that. Yeah, that would be I... great. That would be like Heroes of the Storm with a love conversation on this yeah. podcast. I'm with you, though, Will. I would love to see more in-depth Pokemon game. Um, I, I'll be interested mostly to see what where the new game fits in. Because I know it's it's slightly different than the other ones, but I don't know how different. Like, I feel like maybe it's going to bridge the gap between like the old Pokemons and Pokemon Future, you know? But I don't and know. I, how, I don't know how big of a jump it's going to be. I haven't seen it, enough gameplay and stuff to to figure that well, out. As somebody who has read a lot of the leaks, I have zero context for any of the story or gameplay mechanics that they talk about because, like, I have kind of avoided trying to keep up with all of that just because, like, I kind of want to be surprised. Yeah. Um, I will say that a lot of the Gen Eight Pokemon original, while there's not a lot of them, I think there's only like maybe sixty new Pokemon, which is a little disappointing the designs are really good yeah and there's a I lot agree. of really cool typings that they have there's like a bug ice pokemon there's like a dark psychic type typing like there's a lot of really cool designs and a lot of really cool typings that they've done which makes me kind of excited um to play and see and how the game is i think the game's going to be really good overall for pokemon i just think people are going to be expecting more for the first switch game gotcha also score bunnies evolution lines awful don't pick score bunny okay 
Sounds good. That's just a quick, quick heads up. All right. That's an aside. Uh, yeah, because I've got yeah. a, I've actually got to pre-order that, so I got to pick it up on Friday, Friday morning. So, yeah, we're a week away. That's crazy. A week away. Yeah. Okay. So that's it for my nibble bits, though. Sorry, right. they're a little winded. No, that's fine. Uh, I only have one, so I'll I'll do that real quick. It's that I don't know if you guys heard this, but uh, a member of the Phase Clan, Phase Jarvis, was caught cheating in Fortnite, and is, I actually ha- did see has this. been perma banned. Nice and. Um, now I wanted to get your guys' opinion. Uh, the general consensus seems to be, at least from, uh, you know, fans or whatever, is that it's well-deserved. Um, you cheater, you're a cheater, you're, you should be done. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with that sentiment. That seems to be what everyone says. Um, fair punishment. So I'd probably take it on a case by case. Okay. What was, do you know what the scenario was? Um, he was doing... He was doing a YouTube video for. I'm calling it up. Right now, because I, I want to get the details right. I don't want to. I don't want to get it wrong. We don't want to skewer him. Yeah. Discovered uh, that he'd been using a hacking hacking method to cheat in the game. He was he was using an aimbot. Um, Wasn't it in two specific scenarios though? I don't remember. It was. I can't remember what the exact scenario was, but it seemed like he was doing it like when it wasn't competitive matches or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Let's I don't see. remember. I would say if he's doing anything competitive, don't that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's com- yeah competitive for sure. Yeah, I know he was doing it in the creative mode, but I also think he played a few matches with the aimbot. Um, in regular like matchmaking or whatever. So yeah, fuck him. Yeah, Off I mean, you go. yeah, yeah. It's it's very clearly stated, and Epic Games has said this before. But if you're caught using cheating software, like there, there's zero tolerance for any of that. Oh so. well, then yeah, there you go. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. So they've they've been very clear about that all along. That's always the punishment for for someone who is caught cheating. I feel like you have to be strict. There's, I mean, there's no shortage of players, and there's no shortage of of people playing these types of games that would feel no guilt cheating. So, yeah. like, I don't know. You're dealing with young people a lot too. Like, they're just not right. You know, they haven't matured all the way. So, I was did stupid stuff when I was that age. Yeah, yeah. I, I unfortunately didn't make any money off of it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So yeah, that was that was my one nibble bit. Uh, let's get into our weeks. Uh, first of all, I guess we'll we'll talk about extra life, right, Corey? Sure. Um, I did want to thank the donors uh, before we do anything. I'll thank our donors. So we got a donation from Joe S, uh, Kristen G, Allie, Kathy, and John, which are our aunt and uncle. Anonymous donor Idaho Jake, Sophie John, anonymous donor Ciro, Michael Nelson M Nels in Minnesota, Michael Minnesota, uh, Bubby, which is our mom. Who put, my, <laughs> who put Bubby in there? Anonymous donor, anonymous donor, anonymous donor, anonymous donor, and did you walk today? Also donated. All um, right. So thank you everyone for for your donations. Uh, however, if you haven't donated and you still want to, you have until the end of the year to do so. We're at thirty-one percent of our goal, which is six hundred and twenty dollars out of out of two thousand. I do plan on doing at least one more stream. It won't be a twenty-four hour stream, but maybe a long stream on a weekend day. 
uh, and try to try to get some of those those donations up. So I and have to donate. Day and I'll uh, join you for a while. Okay, it'll it'll be in December sometime, probably early to mid December. If I had to guess, early to mid December is perfect. Okay, I was going to suggest something, Dan. Go ahead, Stardew Tuesdays. Stardew Tuesdays. T E W S. Oh, Stardew Tuesdays. Gotcha. No. Uh, <laughs> so we. I should say too. Shot we down. we only played <sighs> two games together. It was Stardew Valley, which probably took up what eighteen, nineteen hours of the wow. of the stream. Yeah. Uh, that was completely wow. unexpected, not planned. It just no. uh, me and Corey Star with Stardew Valley first thing uh, on the Nintendo Switch too, which if you ever got get the opportunity to play Stardew Valley co op, it's super easy. I didn't know what to expect. We didn't set it up ahead of time, what like we like to do sometimes. I fully expected having to fight it, but I just I started a a, a farm. Corey saw it on on his like co op list, I guess because we're Switch friends. He joined and it was that simple. Uh, yeah. It was great. So we yeah we played Stardew Valley and Switch for. Was it 11, 12 straight hours? Pretty much. Before we even played Sounds anything right. else. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we switched over to Fortnite. So me and my son Max and Corey played Fortnite. Fortnite squads, we got three out of four matches that we played. We had we had squad victories, mm-hmm. uh, which, is, which is crazy. Uh, you know, the, the, the matchmaking, I think, was a little bit in our favor. But uh, we definitely killed some actual real players. Um, oh, yeah. There's a few hard players in there. Uh, you know, a few bots here and there. A little bit of luck, definitely, We was in there. Uh, then we went back to Stardew Valley for a little bit, and then we went back to Fortnite when Eric joined us mm. later on. Uh, we ended up with one squad victory. What did we play? The like? last match of the night. It was the last match of the night. We played, what, five or six, maybe? Yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't yeah. remember the exact amount, but we, we, we came close a couple times. Uh, yeah. Got that squad victory uh, towards the end there. Uh, and then back to Stardew Valley until the wee hours of the morning. Will actually joined us at, at some point. Was it like 1 or one thirty? Will, when you joined us? Yeah, I joined the Skype call at like maybe 12.30 and then officially started playing at like one thirty, and then we played until about like 3, maybe, okay. ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we stopped playing Stardew Valley at that point, and, then, and, Corey, and Corey and Will both left. Corey was not looking good. <laughs> no, I... Uh... <laughs> I I knew from the moment I woke up that morning that I didn't feel right. Uh-huh. And it wasn't that I felt sick or anything, but like I didn't get enough sleep and just getting up at that hour when you're not used to it is just yeah. I don't know, it kind of takes a lot out of you and so throughout the day I was trying to compensate by drinking caffeine. I had like four different kinds of caffeine. I had coffee, I had tea, I had oh, an geez. energy drink and then I had one of those V8 um energy drinks. Uh, and then I had coffee again and I don't know, like right around two o'clock is when I started to get like motion sickness sort of. Um, but I had just like this headache and I was kind of dizzy and I did feel like I was going to vomit by about three o'clock. Um, and at that point, like any fun just sort of ceased. Yeah. Just cause and... when you can't even look at the screen to yeah. play a video game, it's like, what am I? What am I doing right now? You know, yeah, I don't motion know. sickness from Stardew Valley, huh? Yeah. But then I was thinking about it the next day. I'm like, gosh, you know, I, I wussed out at 3 a.m. for this charity event for these kids that experience what I 
experience that night <laughs> on a daily basis, you know, and I like quit just to go to Good bed. To and I'm like, man, I'm a real coward. You but, only um, two hours. Yeah, I didn't have far to go. Um, well, but, you weren't it like that, Corey. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> tough way to look at it. Out. <laughs> it's the right way to look at it, but it's a tough way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> not the way you want to look at it. Yeah. No. 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 So I, I did not make it, but um, put in a good effort and had a great time playing Stardew Valley. That, that as you mentioned, Dan, that eighteen hours or however long it we played, it flew by. It went quick. It really did. We got through. We were like halfway through fall, weren't we? By the time we finished. Yeah. So, which that's why I suggest the Stardew Tuesdays because I want to keep playing. I don't want that to. Oh, I would very much love to keep fall playing. by the wayside. Yeah. Could I join in? Like, yeah. Yeah. Point? I set up a four-person farm, so Will Will okay. wasn't there at the beginning, but he she just jumped in. So An yeah. open shack. Now, if you told me it was on Switch, I I may have done that. I thought you guys were playing on PC. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I honestly like how it plays better on on Switch than than on PC. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it played sure. really well. So. Sure. Um, but yeah, then then I finished. I, I switched back over to Fortnite um, because I was starting to get a little bit tired at that point. Um, loopy. I needed I needed something a little more uh, where I needed to focus a little bit more uh, because you know the the music in Stardew Valley it's very soothing. So I started to get a little bit tired. Um, so I switched over to Fortnite. I played Fortnite and I had uh, Avenger for a little while, keeping me company. And then pretty much the second Avenger uh, stopped watching, uh, our E3 correspondent, John, jumped in and was, was nice. keeping me company for the rest of the night. So that was awesome. Yeah. Um, I did end up getting a solo solo dub, which was which was also nice. Oh, tired, um, too. Wow. Impressive. Yeah, well, it was funny because I, you know, I was talking to John the whole time, and I had one time where I, I got a little scatterbrained, and I'm like, I, I'm sorry, that was terrible shooting. He's like, yeah, it was terrible shooting, but you've also been playing video games for 23 hours straight. <laughs> so that is that is a great point. I never I never would have thought about that. Uh, so I played I played played that until about 4:30, and then I switched over to Mario Kart 8 to to finish off, and I did probably four or five Mario Kart races to to finish off the night. Finished a hair after 5 p.m. or 5 a.m. rather. So. And I actually, I wasn't too awful tired. I was more, the whole, the whole struggle for me was, was being comfortable. Uh, I, I do not sit for this long. I'm always on my feet. So it was very weird to sit in a chair for that long. Cause it just doesn't happen, you know? So I was trying to keep myself from getting too sore and, 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 you know, my legs going numb from sitting for so long and all that stuff. That was the biggest, biggest Sorry, challenge now. Um, so, but I, yeah, I didn't, didn't feel too, t- I actually considered playing more video games after I finished. It's like, <laughs> do I just want to stay up the whole night? But, uh, I went to bed at probably five fifteen, and I got up at, I uh, was, was it like nine thirty maybe? And I was, I was fine. I went to bed at like 11 on Sunday. It was, it was fairly easy. I still got my eight hours. How about that? <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Went oh, to boy. bed at three, slept till 11. Nice. Damn. So I my body doesn't allow me to sleep past seven anymore. <laughs> I yeah. just wake up. My uh my natural like circadian rhythm is like three to ten. If I can go to bed at three and wake up at ten, that's like perfect for me, but I you know, just can't. Unfortunately. But yeah, that Meanwhile, was Wow, I need twelve hours. Twelve hours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> twelve hours. 
I'm not kidding. I need like eight, nine to see if I sleep too much. I feel like garbage too. Me too. Yeah. My sweet spot is six hours. Yeah, I'm between six and seven usually is my is my my best. If I sleep for eight or nine, I wake up and I'm like, oh my god, what planet am I on? I'm just gonna go back to bed. Yeah, <laughs> put me out of my misery. <laughs> So, uh, all in all, it was an awesome, awesome extra life. I was shocked that we only really played two games, then yeah. a little, 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 uh, little Mario Kart at the end. But yeah, it was fun. And that's a good idea, Corey, about continuing the Stardew Valley. I think we should do that. Stardew Tuesday. Stardew Tuesday. And we should set up uh, like a weekly Fortnite. I'm good Fortnite Friday. I'm good with doing oh, that too. Yeah, yeah. Friday would. We could talk about this off the air, but <laughs> gotcha. that would be actually perfect. I'm down yeah. down for anything. I don't have much going on. I'd rather reworkshop ideas on air. Yeah. We've um, done that in the past. Yeah. We've uh, done whole episodes of We've workshop. done whole episodes about workshopping that's, ideas. That's <laughs> probably gonna come up again Yearly. at some point. <laughs> you know, you don't have a Great topic podcast. for that week. You just yeah, let's uh let's talk about what we want to do in the future. Let's workshop what we're going to talk about. Yep. Hey, I will say transparency for brands is big in uh this day and age. So sure. yeah, we should also well. talk about our financials on here. Uh we the have... podcast is not oh. profitable. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't ever been. Oh, that's not true. I think we had one month towards the beginning where we we were we it was one month of profit. Oh, nice. Yeah. How much? Wait, where were we up? Like, was it like fifty cents or something like that? Oh, uh, I love it. Uh, no, it was a, it was a decent month with uh, when we it was when we first did our Amazon link, and we made a killing off of that for one. Not a killing, but we made decent off of that. Sick uh, it, it thanks Google for that... thanks for subscribing. Woo! Very much. Wasn't it Google that we got banned from? The Google ad thing yeah yeah, yeah. We we're gaming click well we weren't gaming clicks we had fans that were gaming, gaming clicks. clicks yeah i didn't we didn't know that was in the early days of all that stuff for us so we didn't know it was we didn't know better frowned upon i don't even know what you're not talking that about. we asked for it yeah we so. we appreciated it though but anyway back when we were real back when we were real um when Corey and i were hammered at this hour <laughs> <laughs> Definitely hammer. Arguing about Dead Island <laughs> or <Yeah>. anything else. <laughs> um, Corey, do you have anything else you want to talk about for your week? No, uh, no. Yeah, extra life was pretty much all I had too. Um, Eric, do you have anything? No, no. Will nothing interesting. Uh, nothing. I'm recovering finally. I'm finally starting to feel good. So okay. I do want to give just quickly a quick shout out to yeah. the Dark Crystal series on Netflix. Um, I don't know if anybody's watched it. No, but, but I want uh, to. What is it? Definitely, definitely give it a watch. I wouldn't say it's great or anything, but you just don't see. I mean, Jim Henson's Muppets. You just don't see that anymore. To, and and to, at that level, like, I don't know. I want them to keep making more of those kinds of things. So so please watch it so they continue to make it. What, what's the what's the short version? It's. I don't know if you ever watched the Dark Crystal movie. No. But it's the prequel to that movie, uh, 80s fantasy with Muppets movie. Um, Netflix wanted to do an animated series, and whatever producer went back to the team that wanted to develop it and said, well, how much to do it with Muppets like they did the movie? And uh, they were elated because that's what they wanted to do, but it's so expensive to do that that style of... um, 
show that they didn't think it was possible. So it's a big deal that they did it. And yeah. uh, the, the puppetry is awesome. And those uh, guys and gals that run those puppets, from what I understand, get no credit. They're treated like trash. So uh, really? you can support support their work. Hmm. I've heard mm. the practical effects in that are really good, too. Yeah, it's mostly practical effects. Yeah. Very little CG. Yeah, that's how The Witcher is supposed to be, too, from what I hear. That's exciting. That's good. Yeah. Since we're talking TV real quick, I recently started rewatching Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you what, I didn't give that show enough credit the first time I watched it. It is so fucking good. Yeah. yeah. It is fantastic. Oh, I think it's the highest rated TV show of all time on IMDb, right? I'm not surprised to it. hear that. There's a character in it who might very well be the character that I have disliked on a passionate level more than any other thing I've ever watched. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can tell you it's been out for a while. Which yeah. one, Eric? Walter's wife. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I can't get into why in case somebody hasn't watched it. I yet. haven't seen it. Not yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely, you guys need to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'll Come definitely on. see it at some point. Come on, Please Dan. Do. I don't have any time. Not one for the kids no. around, though. I can tell you that. No, definitely not. It's fantastic. Okay. Uh, should we get into what we played? Eric, I'll start yeah. with you. Uh, you. You had a strategy you wanted to cover. Yeah, so <laughs> it's pretty sad, really. Uh, I'm really bad at the new Call of Duty, <laughs> but I really like it. So, like, it's tough because, like, I want to play it. I have a good time with it. We We kind of talked about... Uh, when we did our episode on it, you know, how people are camping a lot. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. This is when when people are talking about camping, I'm setting up like a camp. I just find a <laughs> building and I I pick the perk where I get an extra explosive. <laughs> so and my my perks recharge. So I just set up a bunch of claymores <laughs> at any at any entrance that somebody could come in. So a lot of my kills anymore are uh, mostly by Claymore because I'm not a very good shot. Uh-huh. But I'll kill somebody, and a lot of times what they'll do when somebody's camping as a sniper or something is they'll want to come back for revenge. But I have so many Claymores available to me that they can't really get to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, really pathetic. It is so pathetic. Hey, man. Hey, as long as you're having fun, who cares? It's You're playing yeah. the game. Yeah. You know, I contribute, like, I don't know. A handful of kills, you know, between probably four and seven uh-huh. a game and a few deaths. Okay. So, you know, but it's just that's, pathetic. Well, no, that's that's how, that's what we have to do, you know. I've, it's how I scrape by. If Yeah, exactly. That's And it, you're, you're making your own fun in the game, and that's fine. I actually uh, briefly watched some uh, – uh, Ninja was doing duos on, on his stream today with someone – and watching high level play of that game, I, I just don't even know how 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 they can do that. It's crazy. I don't either, Dan. The the shots, the aiming, the 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 strategy, even of of what they do, it's like holy I, like, another level stuff. I just don't have the twitch reflex anymore to yeah. to get these guys. You know, it's yeah. it's frustrating because. I want to I want to play it, but like this is literally the only way that I can play it and yeah. have fun. Yeah. yeah. But I 
openly admit that it's pathetic. <laughs> you could probably get to that point, or at least be effective if you played it all the time, but you just... Maybe. Yeah. I don't think... I honestly don't think so. Okay. But, uh, you know, I feel like I'm helping my team in a couple of ways, because sometimes I can be a distraction to the other team if yeah. they get frustrated enough. Yeah, and try to come at you. Um, but also, I'm not taking as many deaths, because I'm not running around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not so, feeding. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. I'm not a feeder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Is, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much that's what I played. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One other thing. I told you guys about this, but I was at Costco the other day. If you have a Costco where you live, you should definitely go check out and see if they have, they have, like, I don't want to say mini arcade cabinet because I don't think mini is the right word, but it's a, a smaller version Con- arcade cabinet. Like a condensed. You could put it in your house yeah. and, like, it wouldn't take up a ton of room. Like, yeah. I could literally put it here next to the computer, but of uh, Golden Tea, the golf game. Uh-huh. It was three Golden Tea games, like you'd see out at a bar. And I'll tell you what, I, I was expecting it to be kind of shitty, but, man, I wanted to purchase it. It was awesome. How, how much was it? It was only three fifty. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, that is not, not bad. bad, right? So they had that one. They had Mortal Kombat. It had three Mortal Kombats on it, like the older ones. Mm-hmm. And then they had a Pac-Man. But man, Golden Tea, I don't know what it is about that game. It is is so fun. Yeah. I think it's the ski ball thing. It's uh-huh. just like so good. So if you have a Costco, I spent like a half hour there by myself to, yesterday <laughs> playing it. <laughs> so there's uh one stuff. where I'm gonna be living in Connecticut. Oh dude, I fucking love Costco. Don't even get <laughs> me going. It's like my favorite place. Yeah, no, I've heard nothing but great things about it there. Dollar fifty hot dog. Oh. Things like as long as your arm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that's it. Real real quick before I talk about what I played, um, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on Death Stranding. Uh I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not interested. The IGN review pretty much seals what I'm gonna think of the game. Are you gonna play it? I will get it when it's on sale. Okay. Whenever that is. I'm gonna play Metal Gear Five at some point this year. Oh, and yeah, that's celebration. a celebration. Corey, that's just... one you should play. I don't know enough about it to really say either way. Uh, the review scores compel me to try it, but I don't really have a way to do that. So, yeah, they seem to it's be supposed pretty, to be coming out on other things, though, right? Yeah, it's PC coming next coming year. to PC next summer. It's uh, I've heard it's kind of boring. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't want to play a game where I have to try to figure out how I'm going to balance my cargo on my back so I don't fall and lose all of it and then have to go pick it up and then refall again. Mm. That sounds like a horrible time. Sick Kid said he says he's going to try it. I am also weirdly interested in it. I, I feel like I need to play it just because, I don't know, there's just something compelling me to try it. And I can't can't quite put my finger on it. The Kojima factor. I I don't even know if it's that. It's the, the, the it's, it's, factor. It's that it's people are going to be yeah. talking about it for a while, and uh, I'm really interested to see how the the disparate game elements that I've heard about it come together and to form if if you can call it a, a cohesive package. But probably can't. But <laughs> yeah. When uh, <laughs> when does that game come out? Tomorrow. Today. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. So. 
I mean, I don't know if you could call Metal Gear 5 cohesive, but I fucking love that game. <laughs> no, but that had amazing gameplay. Amazing. So I don't I don't know that Death Stranding has that. You know? Well, don't worry about the story of Metal Gear. No, I tried to follow it. I really did, and it, it was a failure. Just enjoy your time. Yeah, from when I'm reading on Reddit a lot that people are just saying Kojima just goes, just he pleasures himself in his story just by how he... He's fucking self-flagellating. <laughs> He's a weird dude. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to get your ass thoughts on Death Stranding. Uh, so I've played Luigi's Mansion. I got it. It was came out on Halloween. I've probably played uh, four, four to five hours. Uh, Luigi's Mansion is a very, very delightful game. It's you know Nintendo fun. It's got puzzles. It's got a couple new things from the old old Luigi's Mansion games. Um, if I had to complain about it, I would say that the controls are a little bit fussy, uh, and I'm not sure if that's because my control stick is drifting a little bit, but Luigi likes to like shine his flashlight around in a circle rather than like aim where I want it to. So I haven't quite figured out the controls yet, uh, but I did change them recently so that the, the tilt controls will raise and lower Luigi's flashlight and, and vacuum and stuff. So that's made it a little easier so far. So I have to reacquaint myself to that new new control style but um yeah i mean it's 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 more open than luigi's mansion dark moon it's not mission based like luigi's mansion dark moon so you go just go from one place to the other it's got familiar lovable characters like egad so um i'm i'm very much very much liking it so far nice yeah it's, it's i really good, want to play it dan it's good 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 clean fun i'm actually pretty thrilled with my with the games that i have going right now between between Fortnite and luigi's mansion and outer worlds it's a nice balance of different things mix. it is it is and i'm, I'm very I, very happy with everything there was a time i think it was dark souls two or three i remember feeling that way because i was playing dark souls but i was also playing like super heavy rocket league at that point mm-hmm. so it was a nice yeah a nice, nice balance. combo yeah yeah it's a good feeling so uh, there's a possibility we'll do an episode on Luigi's Mansion next week, but I'm not entirely sure. That may be a last minute decision, but I'll let, let people know. Well, let's hash it out right here. <laughs> let's hash it out right <laughs> yeah, now, kid. live. Um, that's all I have. Will Corey, you guys have anything you want to talk about for what you played? No, but uh, while you guys were chatting, I was checking out some of the games I might have missed in Disco Elysium. Seems like a pretty cool game. Yes, that's one I am absolutely going to get. That's on PC, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll just read the Steam description. Disco Elysium is a groundbreaking open-world role-playing game. You're a detective with a unique skill system at your disposal in a whole city block to carve your path across. Interrogate unforgettable characters, crack murders, or take bribes. Become a hero or an absolute disaster of a human being. Um, Overwhelmingly positive on Steam, and Metacritic has it. And it's Open Critic, our favorite... Uh, aggregate game review site um, has it in their Hall of Fame for this year. So, yeah. Ooh, I've how heard, much is it? I've heard nothing. Switch? Nothing but great things about it. Forty bucks on Steam. That's the only thing it's out for, yeah. as far as I can tell. Right now, I think I heard it's coming to consoles later on, but there's no no timetable. Sounds on that. interesting. Yeah. Yep. Disco Elysium. Yeah. Uh, okay, anything else, Corey? No. Okay, I guess uh, the, as far as feedback goes, the only feedback we got was from Tate. So Tate is the winner of the game Tater giveaway. Aid. Tater, Taterade. 
So, Will, you want to get the random number generator going? Uh, yeah, Dan, I can do that for you. I'm in the middle of a duty match. Duty, bro. Oh, are you, duty? <laughs> are you, are you hiding and placing claymores everywhere? Yeah, actually, when you started talking about it, I was like, I really want to play Call of Duty. It's the only way to play it. Because I won't be able to play tonight because I got to work at 7 tomorrow. I put claymores all over the place. Even if I am running around, I just put them everywhere. It can't hurt because somebody That's, might trip over it. Exactly, and that is my favorite when I'm running around and I get a kill randomly. <laughs> just laugh somebody to yourself because you know the person's probably thinking so mad. To themselves, Why the fuck did somebody put a claymore here? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't get kills any other way, that's why. You're going to have, like, the claymore trophy in the game? Yeah. Number one, Dan, is 65. 65. 65, Tate is Thoth. T-H-O-T-H. That game's come up a lot. It has come up a lot. It's just trying to get given away. Thoth. Can't can't force it on anyone. We need someone like Jake to just take it. Because he takes those games that we are like, please take it. Uh, 12. 12 is Contagion. That one's come up a bunch too, but I have multiple copies of that as well. Contagion. Okay. 53. 53. Gone. Reroll. God. <laughs> Corey, aren't you in charge of the spreadsheet? Not anymore. <laughs> Handed off all my duties when you I dele- departed. You delegated? All your duties, my, bro. My favorite is when we have a game that's gone when Corey's on and he makes the comment every time. Yeah. <laughs> every time. <laughs> that's, why I asked, that's why I asked if he was in charge of the spreadsheet. <laughs> Oh, sorry, 106. Okay. Uh, one, <laughs> 106, Magical Battle Festa. Ooh. Yeah. I guess that it's better than... awesome. Better than blank. Better than Festa. Barely. Barely better than blank. <laughs> Is it better than Thoth? <laughs> Thoth. <laughs> this is the best. I'll tell you what. Nobody does a game giveaway better than this podcast. That is very true. I'd almost rather get some fucking weird game. Yes. I, I've been saying it. I think we need to embrace it. We need to call it a game from our pile of junk. <laughs> I completely agree. Scrap heap games. <laughs> yeah, games games from the scrap heap. Yep. <laughs> Hashtag. Mm-hmm. Um, one forty two. One, oh, I don't even have to scroll for that one. Broken Sword Director's Cut. That one sounds yeah, too popular. At least we don't do that bullshit. Oh, you know, subscribers only get to enter the game giveaway draw. Yeah. That'd be a tough sell here, I feel like. With Thoth being tossed about. Tossed yeah. Thoth. Okay, but last, last roll, Will. 94. 94. Um, 94 is Sam and Max Devil's Playhouse. Do we know what Thoth even is? No. What, what's it? It's on, it's I on think Steam. it's pretty good. T-H-O-T-H. No, can't be. So your choices, Tay, are Thoth, Contagion, Magical Battle, Festa, Broken Sword, Director's Cut, and Sam and Max Devil's Play... Thoth is an ancient god. House. It's also a 9 out of 10 on Steam. Indeed. It is. Okay. So that might not be such a bad choice, Tate. Abstract shoot 'em up. Okay. 
it's coming back to me. It's coming back to me. Looks weird. Might be a little trippy adventure. Yeah. Enjoy Thoth, Tate. Former lead gameplay designer of Play Dead Games Limbo and Inside. Oh. Wow. Oh. Is that, that what he angry. got? Did he get Thoth? No. He will. Oh, he gets to pick. That's right. Mm -hmm. I might choose Thoth from this group, to be honest with you. I've piqued my own interest. <laughs> actually, you could always actually, take it. Just give it to me. Yeah, let's. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm that's kidding. I think, is that that's part of your? Yeah, that's in your games thing. So. Uh, no, I'd Double rather give it away. It. I've entered. I've already put it into the scrap heap, so. Yep. I would have to win the drawing in order to get it out of there. That's not a place you want to find your game. No. In the scrap heap. Okay. Uh, anything else before we call it an episode? Nah. No, no sir. Uh, like I said, possibly Luigi's Mansion 3 for next week, uh, unless we come up with something else. Who's getting Fallen Order? I Eric? might. I might, Eric. I might be willing to split it. Oh, yeah. Then we could do an episode on that. If it reviews really well, I probably will. Um, okay. When do reviews come out, did they say? And no, uh, it comes out the same day as Pokemon on the 15th. Yeah, it's the 15th. Okay. Which, is the, which is the day I'm leaving on for vacation, so... Even if it if you, if it reviews well, I'll have a week to decide if I'm going to buy it or not. So, yeah. But if that reviews well, I'll I'll probably get it too. Yeah. Cool. So, all right. I guess that'll do it, right? Mm-hmm. All right, that'll do it for episode four thirty two of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan. Merrick. Well. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four. Thank you.